There's no Dan Warren. We filtered him right out. That's right. Filtered him all the way that to guy. Reykjavik. That guy's always missing the show. I don't. Uh, I, I don't like have the, any clear idea of how you actually pronounce Reykjavik. I think that's about right. Reykjavik. Do they do they roll their R's? Reykjavik. I doubt it. Uh, no. They probably they probably pronounce the um, R as something completely different. Yeah, I don't know. I was there. I've been to Reykjavik in the past. It's probably Reykjavik or something like that. Now you just well, sound high. There's a good chance. <laughs> It's legal there, right? Now. I and get it's it. it is after nine in the morning. <laughs> I hope uh, I hope my listeners are interested in hearing me sound sick and disgusting because that's what I'm going to sound today. I feel a little a little yeah, like I'm slipping back into that. I don't I don't know what happened. You're sliding uh, into the DMs of sickness. Yeah, yeah, like uh, the the I'm redull drumming. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, so this would probably be a bad time, uh, since we're both seem like a little bit head cold to, to listen to a brand new home pod. Yeah. Uh, are you buying one? Uh, I, I, I'm sure I will eventually. <laughs> and I, today, I mean, reading some of the, so a lot of, uh, a lot of reviews seem to be dropping today and they, I mean, okay. So here's the, here's my short take on the, on the reviews. Um, it's the best sound you will ever sound, and uh, it also comes with Siri. Do they know how shitty the music I listen to is? Like, it... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure anybody has re- reviewed your personal inventory. No, I uh, I don't know. I'm sure it sounds great, yeah. but again, like we've talked about, I I think people with speakers don't ever think to themselves, "Boy, I wish this sounded better." Like you can tell when you're listening yeah. when you're comparing. Uh, well, I don't know. See, I don't know. That's the thing because I have a I have a Sonos, and the Sonos sounds pretty good. Exactly, this is what um, I'm saying. Yeah, but you know, if I had an Alexa, maybe I would think that. And supposedly, it sounds it sounds definitely better than the Alexa and the Google um, Home, but like for the money, not necessarily better than the Sonos. Right. So. So when will you buy one? I don't know. <laughs> Okay. You think it'll come down? Do you think it'll come down in price at all? Not for at least a year. Three fifty forever. I mean, I, it would not shock me if, when they update it in a year or a little more than a year, yeah. that there's this model becomes a three hundred dollar model, and there's a fancier mm-hmm. model. I don't know. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that's probably that's probably what will happen. I'm no expert. Right, so, but but you know, but they didn't they didn't update the Apple Watch quickly. And I don't necessarily expect them to release another one in a year. Yeah, I think the next thing they're going to release for the HomePod is custom HomePod bands, so you can change the look of your HomePod. No. <laughs> I don't actually think that, John. Uh, flower power skin. Yes. Fla- flower power cover. I, I think, think uh, yeah. They're going to give it a... Uh... Yeah, no, I can't even... I'm not even put together enough to make that comment right now. I was going to talk about the uh, push notifications <laughs> some folks got from Apple News this week. That talked about how uh, Toad in Mario, that that's part of his head, is mm, not that. Mm-hmm. I was going to yeah. try to make a reference to that, but I couldn't pull it off. I'm sorry. That would be that way. I would like that look, though, if it looked like Toad's yes. hat, hat, which is actually, it's. I mean, I know what they said, but it's, um, it's, it's actually a hat. Yeah, it's a hat. <laughs> I don't accept, I don't accept that answer. <laughs> oh, totally agree. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, because supposedly in one of the cartoons, he takes the hat off. 
So Nintendo doesn't know what it's talking about. So Nintendo may not. Know. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Or, you know, or uh, yeah, apparently of. not all of its works are canon. Mm. So as long as the serial's canon, I'm fine. As long as the <laughs> the serial, I don't. I I actually recently introduced Liam to the commercials from my youth uh, when Nintendo made a serial, and I oh, went okay. Nintendo. I was not aware it's of that. a serial now. Nintendo, it's a breakfast now. And uh, now Liam sings. He saw that video one time, and he sings the song all the time. Well, it sounds it sounds delightful, um, but I don't remember that at all. I might I might have been out of the country then. Mm. Yeah, that seems po- very possible. It was not a good cereal. You know, it was like <laughs> just one of those weedy type things where they effectively put it in the shape of something or other. Uh, toad's head. Yeah, toad's head. And you or could bite hat, off rather. the hat head. <laughs> Uh, you're you're a Mario Kart fan, right? I am. I don't have the uh, Switch, so I do Mario yeah, but, Kart. Yeah, but the, the su- supposedly within yeah. like about a year, uh, some sort of Mario Kart for iOS and that's Android. what they're saying. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Which I'm a little that. surprised. A little surprised about, but um, I will be right there buying it. I'm do you sure. play a lot of the uh, the Mario Run game on your iPhone? I ha- I have not played that. I mean, I bought it and I played it a little bit when it came out, and then I played it a little bit like a few months ago. Um, but Hank has played it quite consistently, so he's quite he has really enjoyed that. Got it. Unlike you know, with the the Pokemon Go, which we played a lot when it came out, and then have not played it all since. Gotcha. What are you playing so. on your iPhone these days? Uh, I still play Letterpress, mm. believe it or not. Um, I have, uh, I have, I have games. That's the the game I play with my mom, um, from across the country. And, uh, she constantly sends me emails, um, uh, um, making, imploring you to take your turn. No, making derogatory comments about the words that I make. (laughs) That's That's not, that's barely a word. That kind of thing. Is there no chat within the app? There is chat within the app. (laughs) She emails you anyway. She emails me. (laughs) <laughs> kind of adorable you know i think if she she you know it's faster than faxing i think is why mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah and uh not much i am i'm recently have not been playing uh too much else i played dandy uh was it dandy keep dandy castle dandy what's this game called fine and dandy no um it's a uh you know like a little 16 bit sort of looking thing dandy dungeon that's what it is um and you're uh, you're a guy who is uh kind of making a game you're a guy in your underwear making a game and then you have to play parts of the levels um but it's also about his um his personal life the guy who's making the game it's cute i didn't i played i played that for a while and then i lost interest but um (laughs) but i think it was i don't know it was free i think if I remember correctly, interesting. I'm not even. So that was, that was kind of, it was kind of fun. Sh- should our should I and our listeners get this game and check it out? Are you recommending? It? Sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think it was I think it was uh, decent and interesting. Um, I I am in a uh, sort of a doldrum. I mean, I think I think part of my problem is that I was during that period so obsessed with uh, Breath of the Wild that I didn't want to do anything else. Like if I had five minutes. I was going to play Breath of the Wild. I never even heard of this Dandy Dungeon game. Yeah. I'm looking at it on the internet now. And that's what that was, you know, my failure. I did not, uh, did not let you know. 
It's I did okay. not let the people, the fine listeners of this podcast, know about Dandy Dungeon. Oh, it's a role playing game. Uh, not exactly. It, I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it that. I mean, you can't pick your character or anything, can you? Um, it said it's a traditional style RPG developed by Onion Games. Oh, okay, uh, maybe I don't know what that means. <laughs> maybe I don't know what the traditional definition of download RPG. Download on the App Store. Let's see how much it is. Ooh, this is. Not the U.S. App Store. I can't read any of these words. <laughs> How did you? Find... I googled it. I went to their website. Oh, oh, this you... is where it sent me. You're on the web. Yeah. You're on the. I think you're on the dark web. Did you? Um, you don't have an echo, but you saw that it would not have gotten tripped up during the Super Bowl, right? I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Was did that work out okay for you? Uh, the Super Bowl sure did. <laughs> How did that turn out? Uh, the Eagles won. <laughs> And you're still recovering? Is that yes. is that what's going on? Well, so the day yeah. after. Well, good. I mean, that you should you should uh, you know you should be hurt. The day after, I assumed that I had simply yelled too much, and that was what was wrong with my voice. But now it's just yeah. been days and days, so I think it was not the Super Bowl. I think I just also got <laughs> sick at the same time. Yeah. Well, at least you didn't get sick before the Super Bowl. That'd be worse. That would be way worse. Yeah. So the timing the timing is actually pretty good. Yeah. If you have to get sick. Now, I didn't go to the Super Bowl in person, but do you know how I would have potentially attempted to do so? I have a vague idea, but I think you're going to let me know more about this. I'm going to tell you about SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to every type of live event. Whether you're searching for a last-minute deal or need the perfect (laughs) gift, SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. This is true. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone. It's by far the easiest way i found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere. With just a few taps, I instantly find seats. I actually have used SeatGeek to buy tickets to Hamilton, uh, to Weird Al Yankovic concerts, and uh, I'm trying to think of the last thing I bought on SeatGeek. It might have been uh, tickets to something else on Broadway, to uh, 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 maybe Dear Evan Hansen. I don't remember. But um, I use SeatGeek. I, when they started, I think I mentioned this, when they started sponsoring the rebound, I was excited because I'm a SeatGeek customer. It's designed to make your ticket buying experience easier than ever. SeatGeek even grades every ticket based on value to help you get the most bang for your buck. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed so you can shop with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, our listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code REBOUND today. That's promo code REBOUND for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. That's also in the app store and whatnot. Yeah, right right next to Dandy Dungeon. Yes, they sit next to each other (laughs) on the shelves. So you're gonna wait to see if a year from now, yeah, HomePod is cheaper. Yeah. I just I don't have a huge like because I have the Sonos. I don't have a huge. I mean, if I had nothing, I would I would already have one. Um, How many if Sonos? I had no do you home have? speaker thing. I would be. I don't know what we did before we had the Sonos. How many Sonos <laughs> do you have? Just the one. Just the one. Yeah. Um, I can't I can't recall what that what that dark age was like before before the Sonos came. Um, I don't think we listened to anything, frankly. I just think we we, we just sat around in silence. I really um, actually appreciate that we have Sonos's because, I mean, the same way we do with any home speaker setup, but there is a lot of music in the house. The kids often have music on in their rooms, and there's often music going on in the kitchen. I like it. There's always music. It's good. It's music. Yeah. It's good. This episode is also brought to you by music. <laughs> music. It Your kids nice. are into the music. They are, yeah. Yeah, Hank is finally getting into. I mean, Hank has been getting into it recently, and he we were I, we were in the car, and I was playing um, 
uh, Steppenwolf. Um, and now I can't remember which song I was playing by Steppenwolf, but he said, um, do you know any other songs they did other than this and another song that I hadn't realized was Steppenwolf? <laughs> I was like, and he just like, he just lifted his head up and said, said that like, so he was already familiar with the repertoire, more familiar than I with the repertoire of Steppenwolf. That's impressive. I was like, wow, geez. Listen to this kid. And when, this kid. when he wants to listen to music, does he go, where, where is your Sono speakers in the kitchen? It's in the kitchen. Yeah. So does he listen to music in his room ever or no? Um, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, he's got, he's got Bluetooth headphones, so he's often wearing those. Um, and yeah, streaming from his phone. Since we now have the, you know, since we have the Apple music family pack, whatever, um, as of last summer, I think. Got it. We have, we have had certain, certain discussions about, um, what is, what is okay with, to do with the sodas when we have people over and what is not. What's not? Um, like messing up dad's playlist is not okay. <laughs> when we're having a party, like if you want to play something, ask me first and maybe it's okay to play, but. Maybe it's not okay to play. If you're at a Sonos using friend's house and you're on their Wi-Fi, the fact that you can just connect to their Sonos setup is delightful. <laughs> I played some of the uh, crassest songs I could find at a poker night not that long ago at my buddy Steve's house. <laughs> uh, and that was fun. I was just searching for the most offensive words I could come up with and then playing songs mm-hmm. on his Sonos about them. It was great. That's... <laughs> That sounds awesome. Highly so far, nobody. So far, none of my friends have figured that out yet, <laughs> which I'm kind of relieved. Yeah, actually, I'm kind of relieved. Was one of the songs that I played. Mm-hmm. It was about a guy who had been peeing. Right. Sure. <laughs> Not by Steppenwolf. No. But you'll step in something. I don't know. Uh, so I don't know. Yeah, and that, I think I think that's another thing that whole the whole like because we don't have a voice thing in the house. Just the the whole like <laughs> that whole dynamic. I'm not sure I'm ready for right now. Constantly asking Siri stuff, and then constantly raising your voice when Siri doesn't understand you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and <laughs> and then yelling at Siri. I you know it's funny. I have talked about how. Um... Ahoy Assistant works better on my iPhone 10 than it did on previous phones, or maybe it's on iOS 11. Um, the uh, the challenge I've had recently is that I often end up putting my phone in low power mode if I'm working in Manhattan, like I am today, because just being in Manhattan all day can really kill my battery. And low power mode helps. And in low power mode, uh, hey, you know who doesn't work? <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, so I frequently find myself getting angry at my phone when it's not able to listen to me because I don't have that. I, I have the low power mode turned on. So that's been my most recent Siri annoyance, which is mostly my fault. Maybe so what is, why does, fault. why does being in Manhattan drain your battery more? Is that just because you're using your phone more during the day or because, is like, it something to do with like hopping, like constantly trying to find a connection or something? It's both plus on the bus each direction. I'm using it the entire time. Yeah. So it's an hour yeah. and a half. So bus you're ride. using it, you're using it more. So it's a lot of use, but then it also is trying to like I do turn off Wi-Fi most of the time when yeah. I'm in the city because there are so many networks and it's checking all of them right. to see if it knows who they are. Yeah. Um, do you know this one? Do you know this one? Do you know this one? Exactly. Do you know this one? No. no. <laughs> Would you like to connect to this? No. <laughs> um. 
the yeah but you get it i don't know like uh do you not use low power mode are you not a low power mode kind of guy i don't i well i rarely leave the house <laughs> love that so if i run out of power i simply uh plug in um but yeah no i but even when i do i mean this this phone is pretty good with the battery stuff um and yeah and when i do leave the house i'm usually in my driving my car and i have power in the car as well so i rarely have a, a situation where i would need to go to low power got it mode yeah i do it on my travel days as well i just tell it to go into low power mode at the start of the day because i know i'll use my phone more when i'm flying or whatever yeah um i uh I, that's the which is kind of a weird thing because I don't know how well this battery is doing. <laughs> it's because this phone is now a year, you know, almost it's it's coming up on two years old. Um, Apple, and uh, I would be I should probably uh, get one of those battery tester apps. Which do you think will happen on. first, uh, an iPhone SE two or a new Mac Mini? <laughs> iPhone SE two. <laughs> correct <laughs> i would definitely think that that's i really wish they would update the um the mac mini but i don't but i also don't i don't um have a lot of confidence in the way that they've updated them and the, updated it in the past few iterations so i'm not sure like i'm i'm looking to i want to I'm streaming my Plex stuff from a uh, 2007 iMac, which is um, really starting to show its its age. Yeah, and I'm thinking I just need a like a cheap something cheap to run, you know, to be attacked as a Plex server. Uh, and um, my the thing that I'm thinking of doing is getting a used 2012 Mac Mini because you can get those for like 350. They're in their crappiest configuration, which is like yep. four four gigabytes and five hundred gigabyte hard spinning hard drive. But that you can crack that machine open, and I have drives lying around, so I you know and I have SSDs that I could put in there, and then just connect a, and it's got USB three, so I could connect a big honking spinning drive to put that Mac Mini shows and, shows and stuff on. I don't remember that. Yeah, and then uh, and then just buy the RAM. That's a big so project. So I keep it? toying with that idea. It seems kind of crazy that I would, but that that I would have to go back and buy a a device from 2012 because that's the last one that I can really. It's crazy. Uh, easily, easily get into and an upgrade. John, has Apple given up on the Mac? <laughs> no, I do not think. I do not think that Apple has given up on the Mac. Okay. They made more. We, we, we want to talk about the results. Sure. Yeah, I think they made more money on the Mac, um, but they did not sell as many units. If I'm, they sold the same as I'm iPhone. You're saying like they sold more expensive Macs. Yes, just like the iPhone. Uh, the ASP increase, the average sale price increase on the iPhone line is insane. Clearly driven almost exclusively by the iPhone 10. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a nice problem to have, I guess. Uh, so they threw they sold they sold fewer yeah they sold fewer iPhones and fewer Macs right but but there was also one less um 
week. Week when there was one less week in the in this quarter than the previous year. So um, yeah, it's that global warming just keeps mm-hmm, taking weeks right. off the year. It's bad. <laughs> Time it changed. It's good. The it. Earth is spinning faster and faster out of control. Yes. <laughs> That's why there was one last week. Um, but I mean, you know, it was a it was a pretty good quarter. I mean, they had record revenue, um, and you know, not bad. Uh, didn't I think iPad? I think iPad units went up like one percent or something like that. Some tiny. They went up some tiny amount. So yeah, the iPad is saved. Yeah. <laughs> Although, it, well, I wouldn't say that because the last three quarters, oh, it went up fifteen percent. Oh, it went up eleven percent. Oh, it went up one percent. But uh, probably new iPads next quarter. Man, I would guess. Uh, yeah, no, you're not wrong. I'm sure. Yeah, I like you. Certainly, you want all the iOS devices to be able to do what the iPhone 10 can do, right? You want to be able to use Face ID, and you want to. I think, like for me, I have the iPad Pro along with my iPhone 10, and I constantly am swiping up on the bottom of the iPad Pro, which doesn't work. Yeah. You gotta use the home button. Some standardization there would be nice, like an animal. Yes. And then I use my wife's iPhone 7, and that button is like the squishiest, grossest thing I've ever seen. Because I'm just not used to those buttons. Yeah. My button, I have a physical button. Yeah. My my button clicks. Oh. How do you sleep in that bolt? In like real, in like real life. I sleep like a king. Um, Thanks, sleep number. But we're um, not, yeah, we're not doing that ad. <laughs> You don't sound well. You don't sound like a well man. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not. <laughs> I feel a little, you know, just like a little logy, but not like. A, I bet Dan feels great. Yeah, I would. He's breathing, say, breathing in that clean air. I feel awful. In fact, if we weren't doing this podcast, um, I was going to go buy a thermometer to make sure I don't have a fever. <laughs> but I don't think I do. Um, I'm going to do it after the show. Don't worry. I think it's fine. Okay. <laughs> I'm probably going to live. Well, that's good. Just so we know, we know that we'll be able to do the show next week. Yeah. Assuming that what's-his-name gets back assuming from you And assuming you show up. Right. There was talk about me doing the show by myself. Yes. I thought about it long and hard. Listen, if Morin had been around, I would have absolutely not done this episode, even though I'm <laughs> providing all this pithy insight that the listeners have come to expect from me. <laughs> not, so, not as many puns, though. Oh, is that true? I think, uh, I think that's, is that the first thing to go? Yes, it's it's funny. I I share an office with a, a coworker, unsurprisingly, and I was telling her just how not sharp I feel when I'm sick. Like how quickly those things, all that stuff, is the first stuff to go. Like I just I lose my ability to be charming uh, <laughs> or funny. And then of course that's the easy setup. No, when are you ever charming or funny? But uh, I would say those are the first things to go. Did you ever have an office of your own? Like not not at home, but like in an office. Um, I'm thinking, uh, yes, once briefly, uh, I, I guess at two different companies, I had an office in one case, another person ended up moving in. In the other case, I got the office like three weeks before I was planning to give notice. <laughs> uh, and I still get notice and moved. <laughs> um, but now I have an office. I just share it with another person by choice. Yeah. Like we were constantly going into each other's offices because much of our work overlaps. And so now, now we share. Oh, oh, okay. Laptop okay. to laptop. It just because it seemed like, um, you know, like that that dedicated office thing is is kind of 
something that was that was uh, a big thing uh, post war, and then until like uh, maybe the mid nineties. Because for the, the first job I, <laughs> the first job I had out of college, I made sixteen thousand dollars a year, and I, but I had my own office. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. <laughs> Um, and then later, um, when I had a serious job, I worked my way up into having my own office yep. and, um, I had that for, for a year or two, something like that. And then, um, and then they started like cramming people in. Was um, it a corner so, office or no? No, it was not a corner office. I had a nice window, nice, nice view of Mount Rainier though. Yes. I, we just moved within this WeWork. We're still building out of space in uh, Bryant Park where we're going to be moving into probably in April or May. But so we, we keep changing floors in the WeWork that I'm recording from right now. And now we have like real windows and outside light before our window looked at the brick facade of the building next to us. And now it's like oh, yeah. nice mm-hmm. things in the sun. Um, <laughs> you know, I was thinking as you were asking me about this offices, I was today, I think that most, uh, I'm sure this is, I could be grossly generalizing, but most companies that I am familiar with, when you go to work there, they're either going to give you a Mac or they're going to ask you if you want a Mac or a PC and they're not going to worry about it that much. You know what I mean? Like they, they want you to, unless there's a specific reason that everybody has to use the same thing, it feels like yeah. most companies say are going to let you pick what you want and get you set up. Maybe, I guess. I don't know what it's like. I mean, I certainly didn't have an option when I went to work for the the man. But throughout my it career. P, it was PCs, it was PCs through the through the, my 17 years, um, even though I kept bringing my Mac in. Because oh, nice. I, I did literally everything that I could to do, that I could do on my Mac I, instead of doing it on the PC that they gave me. I used to always hate when I would be assigned a Windows computer and I would request a Mac. And I remember I worked at a web hosting company and I was like, guys, I really want a Mac. I think I'll be more productive for you if you switch me to a Mac. And they got me an eMac. <laughs> and it was the only emac i had ever used um not yeah. a great mac like I, right. I think it was powered i think there was some kind of animal inside that had to run around to make it like start uh, but it was still better than the shitty windows xp pc that i had been using prior i miss mm-hmm. that emac sometimes yeah karen, when karen worked for the newspaper they had um when she started there they had clones um i forget which company but um they had mac clones wow and then, uh, and then eventually, and they had those for years, and then eventually they got Emacs. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, the, oh, speaking of offices, like the, the so the most, the most sort of insidious office that I worked in was when I worked in the Japan office of the company that I worked for. So I went to Japan for three months to work there. Right. And, um, the, I was in the finance department and the finance department was in the, was in the basement of the building and they had, um, they had these lights that were up in the wall, like around, like at, at where the wall met the ceiling. Um, so there was like a like eight inches of, and, and so it looked like you knew you were in the basement. So it looked like it was a transom, you know, like there was light coming in from. Gotcha. Yep. Like some some window um, peeking out into the street, um, which was, you know, because in Japan they work long hours, and so it would get to be like eight o'clock at night, and I would think. We still they're working and and like thinking oh it's still light out yeah. like oh no it's not <laughs> the sun went down like an hour and a half ago it's really interesting <laughs> you're actually. just you're working in a in like a like some sort of Skinner box with artificial sunlight kind of love that. yeah it's, it's actually very smart <laughs> well yeah These it Japanese, worked they know what they're doing yeah I, I also uh, had to wear a suit in uh, Japan 
for the first actually i think it was just the first month that i was there and then they switched to casual dress but um and but you know they they all have like cotton blend suits and i the only ones i had were wool (laughs) so it was it was the middle of summer it was unpleasant i feel like i'm about twenty thousand degrees right now Mm, yeah i'm gonna you should get a thermometer I actually now uh, a coworker went to lunch and slacked me while we were recording. I was like, "Do you want me to get you anything?" I'm like, "No, I have food, but buy me a thermometer at the CVS." So now I have a thermometer en route to me. <laughs> I'll update you later so you can update the show notes to say Lexus temperature at the time it, of recording was ninety nine point nine or whatever. It'll be interesting to see what kind of thermometer uh, you get. <laughs> oh, you're thinking maybe <laughs> rectal? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just, you know, I don't know what you're, I don't know what your co- how your co- coworkers feel about you. Mm. <laughs> I think it's a good time to find out. Yeah, well. You might learn something. Uh, that, that doesn't sound like me at all. <laughs> did you, uh, what do you think of uh, Netflix? I don't, did you watch the Super Bowl? You're not a, I know you're not a big Super I did Bowl. watch the, yeah, okay. we watched the whole Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of Netflix uh, launching a movie with no warning, uh, with one, you know, with, with uh, like an hour's notice during the Super Bowl? Did you catch that? So, so this was the, the, um, the Cloverfield thing. The Cloverfield one, right? Um, I think that's a kind of a ballsy move. Um, I have heard pretty mixed reviews of the of the movie itself. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. I I can't tell if it's ballsy or not. Like I know that uh, some friends of mine in the film industry had got wind of it a little bit before it happened, and they were tweeting coyly about how like this incredible momentous thing that would reshape the film industry was going to happen today. And I was busy stressing about whether the Eagles would win, would win the Super Bowl. Spoiler alert: <laughs> Yes. They did. Uh, they're <laughs> Sorry, the world champions of football. Uh, but so, uh, American football. But um, I'm sure they're great at soccer, too. But I read this analysis that kind of had me nodding my head along. Like, it's pretty much the same as doing a direct-to-DVD release, right? Like, it's not... There's nothing super fancy happening here. They were like, hey, this movie's not good enough to put in the theater, so we'll Netflix it instead. <laughs> like, so, I don't know. I can't tell if it's a big deal or not. Is that... A, I mean, is that, how, is that a fair statement of how it happened, or... Or I'm was no it just expert, like John. T- yeah, I really just podcast. I don't have an idea. <laughs> I think it, you know. I think if it had been really good, then maybe it would have been a better move. <laughs> but I'm hearing it's not that great. Right. So. And like you think about the other movies that Netflix does direct, and they've got that Will Smith movie that was heavily panned. They've got like yeah. the four or five Adam Sandler movies that I have never seen. Yeah. Right. Right. I don't know. They have great series, I guess, but they don't, uh, the movies not so much. Yeah, whenever I think about those Netflix series, I say to myself, hey, series. <laughs> that's, that's what I do. What's your most recent Netflix binged series? Uh, or other streaming service? Uh, the, well, okay, so the one that Karen and I just started is um, uh, Mind Killer. Mm. Sounds which, uplifting. Uh, yeah, oh yeah, it's, <laughs> it's about serial killers in the 70s. Oh, the story of my um, life. Am I saying the right name? Mine, ki- mine something. Mine Hunter. Mine comes. I knew that wasn't right. What? <laughs> Different. Uh, <laughs> you can, there's, I bet there's, I bet there's one about that too. Um, we, there's we, definitely some documentaries. We just finished the marvelous Mrs. Maisel on, uh, I'm Amazon. halfway through that. I'm about halfway through that. Still enjoying that. Yes. I like that. Um, my wife Karen watched gave, Karen, Karen gave up on it. Really? She, she uh, yeah. Um, Do you think that means that she's an anti-Semite? She got, I think she got offended, you know, like she got offended at like the treatment, <laughs> the, the real treatment of women in the fifties and was, you know, the funniest like, thing to me was I was telling a friend about the show 
And I was telling this actually the same person I share the office with. And I was telling her about there was a scene where you actually eventually see two different women do it, both the, the star and later her mother, where after the husband falls asleep, then they get out mm-hmm. of bed, go to the bathroom, take off all their makeup yeah. and take out the curl or whatever. And then like in the first thing in the right. morning, wake up early and put all that stuff back on and get back into bed. Like ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I believe played for comedy. And this coworker of mine, a woman, goes, I think that's really sweet. I was like, yeah, I don't think that's what the takeaway is supposed to be. <laughs> that's really, exactly. But it made me laugh. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but prior, prior, so yeah. Oh, but that, Miss Maisel is on Amazon, not Netflix. Yes, yes. Um, uh, prior to that, uh, season two of The Crown. Mm, yeah, yeah. Which I quite enjoyed. I keep recommending Travelers to anyone. I did an episode of The Incomparable yes. by Travelers. Although that's not a, not, uh, I guess, I guess in the United States it is in the United States of America, it's a Netflix, Netflix show. Is that right? Is it, is yeah. it, because in Canada it actually airs on TV. I yes. And you can't get it on uh, Canadian Netflix. Yeah. But it comes out earlier there. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> just, you know, for anybody who. Do you ever get overwhelmed with how much good TV the there is out there? I do. I worry about Sometimes. It. Yeah. I want to mm-hmm. watch all of it. Yeah, I got in an argument with people last, with some friends last night about. Um, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it. <laughs> Podcast and gold, John. But um, listen, well, you have to carry the show. I'm not here today. Well, the, <laughs> it was a ve- it was a very heated argument about um, about Dave Chappelle. Mm. I didn't watch his and, newest specials because I watched the old specials, the, the the ones that had been released about a year ago, and I was like, okay. So I didn't watch the new ones. So I don't know where I fall in the argument, but there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was um, I took exception to um, something he said about a joke that he made about a um, certain group of people, God. and um, uh, one of my friends agreed with me, and the other two were um, took Chappelle's side. Seemed seemed to believe that uh, because of his body of work, I think that he should be given more slack. I I would say I, maybe I'm unfairly summarizing their position, but um, they can get their own fucking podcast. Yeah, and then I thought, but I also was like, I mean, like, I, 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 all I was saying was like, I don't feel, I feel much less inclined to watch his next stuff because I feel like, um, he was, uh, <laughs> he was not fair to this group of people, and uh, uh, they didn't seem to like that. <laughs> but but then I was like, also like, yeah, I mean, part of the reason, that like, I, I there's already way more stuff that I can watch. That I had, I need to start making some decisions. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like it's, I would say my standards are higher than ever on television because there is so much good stuff, and I will abandon shows. Like my wife and I, for years, my wife for years would like watch a TV show that we started. We would watch it until the bitter end. Um, like we watched all of ER, and there was just no reason for anybody to do that. But now there's so oh God, much good yeah. stuff that if the sh- if 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 I'm willing to be distracted while watching the show, if I miss lines or miss dialogue or whatever because I'm looking at my phone or whatever. That show's not worth my time. I watch shows that I yeah. love, and that's it. Yeah, Kirby and, and I mean that's one of them. <laughs> and I tend, I tend toward um, shows that are. I think I'm tending more and more towards shows that are shorter, of shorter seasons. Um, mm. I mean, like uh, the Good Place. Yeah. Sad to see the season end. Yes, what a um, great show, though. But 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 it's 
Yeah, I mean, there isn't there. I don't think there's much much wasted in there. And I think one of the problems, you know, like I do, I do another podcast with Dan Ugh. about uh, a TV show called Arrow, and there's a lot of wasted stuff <laughs> in a season of Arrow because it's like 24 episodes. And I'm like, oh my god, why are we, why are we putting ourselves through like these yeah. mid season gyrations yes. that they do in order to get you know to fill up a year? I think I mentioned to you both on an earlier episode of The Rebound that I've been watching Halt and Catch Fire, which I thoroughly enjoy. Um, have you seen that one? I started that, and I wasn't, I don't know, the first part of the first episode did not wow me, but uh, maybe I'll give it another That's try. as much as you watched as one episode? Uh, not even the whole episode. I think if you gave it three episodes, <laughs> you would be into it. It's, okay. It's, right. Did you like Mad Men or no? I did not watch Mad Men. I liked the first episode. I thought it was really well made, but it just wasn't like right, a so thing that you. I thought that I thought was, was something I was going to. I talk about Halt and Catch Fire as Mad Men, but set in the uh, birth of the personal computer industry. Yeah, and well, see, the personal computer industry internet. might be a, that that angle might be of more interest to me than um, you know ad guys in the sixties. Yeah. Although it would be interesting to see, because I feel like you know, my, you know that's that I, I feel like there was a, like a a window into my dad's life yeah, <laughs> there. Yeah. Even though he didn't work in the advertising business, he worked in New York in the nineteen sixties. You know, started out in New York in the nineteen sixties. So um, I thought that might be, uh, but I haven't. And then and then also and then also he um, hijacked an airplane. Yes. <laughs> the one thing I learned from Mad Men is that. Once we do move into our next office, I'm ha- I'm gonna have just a rack of booze somewhere in that office. Like, that's- yeah. See, that's the thing. Yeah, that's the sweet spot. I never had I never had that in any of my offices, and I, I regret that to this day. How about your home office? I, <laughs> when I first everywhere. started working at home, when I first started working at home, I was I was sitting at the dining room table, and we have a bar. The bar table is in the dining room, and I was sitting there. And it was like it was like lunchtime, and I looked up and I looked at the bar, and I thought. <laughs> and then I was like, nope, that's that's a bad idea. I won't name his name just because people who listen couldn't know this person, but Dan Morin and I once worked with a person, not Jason Snell, I'll put that there, but we once worked <laughs> with a person who often had uh, liquor at lunch, and it just cracked me up. It just, it's still to this, and I'm sure he still does, or she, it's a he, uh, I'm sure <laughs> he still does, and it just cracks me up, because that's never been my move, because like when I drink, I don't want to work anymore. I think that's also what this person is thinking. I just, yeah, right. Maybe. maybe. Um, yeah, I get tired. Yeah, I think is what the is is, is the real problem. Yeah, and fact, I, I also I also pre- almost exclusively gave up drinking at lunch um, when we got Hank because it was I just like it. I cannot keep up with this kid if I start drinking at lunch. I totally get it. Yeah, uh, and there's not just all this great TV to house, watch. Though. There's all these podcasts to listen to too. Not this one. Oh, did you, is there one you want to mention? No, I wasn't. I, I sent you that link because I thought you might be interested. But okay, we just put this posted posted the trailer. Oh, fine, listeners. Wolverine: The Long Night. WolverinePodcast.com. This is an unpaid ad. I uh, yeah, I do like the Wolverine. Yeah, it's pretty good. My favorite thing. He really is a huge Jackman. Mar- nice Marvel probably huge. won't listen to this podcast. I said, it wrong. I said it wrong. It's huge Ackman. Um. But the the funny thing to me is, you know, we meet with the Marvel people and they tell us about other shows they want to do, and they'll be like, I won't use any of the real names, but they're like, we're thinking we want to do a show about Felishmacon, and I have to be, act like I know what that is. I'm like, yes, Felishmacon, that is totally, <laughs> and I'll like put my phone on the table and I message Dan Morin, who is... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're making me so angry right now. Yeah, I know, it's bad, it's bad. <laughs> um, Yeah. I will try that. I will try that podcast just because. I appreciate it. Um, 
not for you. <laughs> for for Wolverine. He's been through a lot, you know. He has. I mean, yeah. he's clawed his way back, though. <laughs> no? Is that wrong? No, it's perfect. <laughs>